and welcome to Lily and Kate aren't doing great. So this is Kate. Hi. And I'm Lily. We're not doing great. No. <laughs> no, so we're not. The crux of the show is that we're struggling. Difficult uh, times. And uh, we want to share that with you because people who are doing well are always like, buy my book. <laughs> yeah. See how I've overcome this. And we're like, see how we are not overcoming how this. How we are. We are in it. I was going to say coming this, but that sounds... Undercoming. Bad. Bad. Yeah, we're undercoming. We're... we're, we're uh, that should be the trailer. <laughs> but as you can tell, we're fine with it. Oh, I love it. We're great not doing great. We're, so far, this is, this is episode two, mm-hmm. and so far it is weekly, but we have told no one. No. Like, I told my mother. I've mentioned it. But I've not I'm pointed not. anyone to it. Nope. Nope. And I'm not going to lie, I haven't listened to it. Because I'm afraid. Okay, but I admit that I listened to it and then it soothed me. Oh, that's good. <laughs> like, in the way that the coping mechanisms that we're going to review in uh, Coping Mechanism Review, <laughs> <laughs> or whatever that segment was called. I think it should be soothed called. Soothed me. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's, without uh, further ado, and let's get down to it. Ain't great news. Do, 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 do. Oh, there should be like a news. I'll put a news jingle in there. Pause for news jingle. Or let Kate do the news jingle. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so this week it ain't great news. Uh, my ain't great news was that I had really, really lovely news. Yay! I got news that I got onto a course that I've been wanting to apply for, and I'm going to go do my MA, and like someone wants to buy my house, and I'm really excited, and it's really, really brilliant, and I'm very happy. But at the same time, I have grown in excess of four grey hairs. No. In a week. It or like I don't know if you grow grey hairs or if you turn hairs grey because the whole hair suddenly seems to be grey. Yeah, suddenly it's not like just a bit of no. Grey it's root. not like a little group like a group. <laughs> I am group. Um, no, so it's not like that. It's like so four grey hairs appeared and I have stopped sleeping. So right, oh, like I'm a trifle of emotions <laughs> right now. So like the the hundreds and thousands layer is like excited, mm-hmm. happy, like. I've achieved a thing. Like, the, the jelly layer is like, oh, but, I mean, it's a lot to take on. And the, like, the, the weird biscuit layer at the bottom with the custard, that is just like, you're going to fail. This We're is, all going to die. This is the beginning of, I knew a girl once. <laughs> <laughs> I once had a friend. She's dead now. Yeah, that's, like, how I feel. And, like, it took me a while to figure out that, yeah, there's, there's more than one feeling happening. <laughs> and, like, there's a little bit of fear in me that, like, no matter what good news I get from now, there's always going to be some custard and biscuit oh. in it. There's always going to be some, like, uh, but it could, all go, <laughs> it could all go horribly wrong. So that's, that's my uh, horror story of the week, <laughs> is that no matter what you achieve, it could all go away. It's just, it's just the threat that maybe you'll never be. <laughs> maybe, maybe you'll get what you want, and, it'll, and it'll be the worst thing the worst in the world. Thing. <laughs> uh, I'm fine with it. I'm fine. I'm gonna take a drink while you tell your <laughs> ain't great news this week. Um. Okay. So my legitimate ain't great news. Well, it's it's mixed. Um. I think as much as I can say without getting fired is that I 
have been in a role which has been somewhat tumultuous and then that is finishing tomorrow and I'm going back to a different job which will hopefully be somewhat less tumultuous and I'm both I have mixed feelings mm. I I don't even think it's a custard I think it's more like an eating mess mm-hmm just crumbly <laughs> it's just a, just it's all a, in there happening it at once used to be a meringue and now it's just a bag of sugar dust um but hopefully it'll be good and I can sprinkle it on say uh you know what let's, like, let's get real for like 10 seconds I was talking to a friend of mine who um has gone through like legitimately bad times like she's bereaved and she's gone through like awful times and she's like the strongest person I know and she was talking about the nature of joy to me the other day and she was saying about how when she was going through the loss of this person there were real moments of joy and she was saying that what she had to accept during this dark dark horrible time was that you could you're capable of feeling more than one thing at once Mm -hmm. and I think that I tend to think of happiness as a state like you are a happy person or you are going through like a good time Mm -hmm. whereas really sometimes you just have to accept that that two songs are playing at once and remix Uh it you know like you just have to be able to go bad things and good things are happening and I feel both of them at once and I don't have to commit to either Mm -hmm. they're just both true that is very wise I know she's got great wisdom uh she's not here so we're gonna we'll move have to on. tell her about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll tell her, and she can be like, ah, I am wise. Or like, that's not what I said. <laughs> you have paraphrased me to make me into a tale. Yeah, I need to tell you as well about okay. my um, new career goal, Ooh. which is that I want to be a person who runs an escape room. I did. I went to York over last weekend, and me and my friends. Did an escape room? Are you familiar with? Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't understand the appeal of them. Personally. Really? Like I feel I anxiety. Had so like, much fuss. <laughs> we, <laughs> we, they didn't. Uh, they didn't actually lock the door mm. because he said that was illegal. Mm. Um, because that's like entrapment. Oh no, that's not entrapment, is it? That's where you try and catch someone. Um, like. Holding us hostage. Okay, but no. You want to run one of those? But like, I don't necessarily want to own it. But is it is it the control over another person? I just think it would be funny because so the the guy who ran our escape room he was watching us on a camera. He had to type up little clues <laughs> onto a screen, and I just think it would be funny just watching people flap about for an hour, and oh. you get to know everything. It's like being an escape room god. Because then we can be like, give us a sign. And then I literally was just standing shouting at the room, help us. And then he'd write something on the screen. I'd be like, oh, thank you. Aww, so you want to be God. I want to be little escape room God. Little escape room God. Okay, well, so I mean, if anyone who am I to travel owns, on your dreams? owns an escape room, please and hire me. I want someone with, like, control issues. Yeah, I would, I would be good at it. Would you would you be like giving benevolent escape be room? God, I just said I'd like to watch people struggle. So <laughs> <laughs> don't we all? Don't but we all. yeah, so that's been my week. Hey. hey, so that was the weekend. Ain't great news. Cue uh, news, news jingle. Song. <laughs> <laughs> Hold up. 
Right, next we have... Oh, we're reviewing coping mechanisms, but we're after a catchy um, title for this segment. I can't remember what we called it last week. Um, no. Um, like It was like things that we watch when we are sad and want yeah, to be yeah. happier. So that's was, what it should be uh-huh, that's that. Yeah, it can have a long title. <laughs> that's catchy, right? That's oh, catchy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, we, we, we watched a bunch of videos before we came on air. Not on air! <laughs> I'm Jon Snow. Uh, not that one. Uh, and I'm on air now. Uh, we were, and the thing that we found that was the same about them all, apart from one of mine, was that they're all uh, people breaking. Or people... Breaking in laughter, not like yeah, not breaking emotionally. That's next week. <laughs> um, that's just the rest of the show. <laughs> that's the surrounding Yeah, that's, that's us. Uh, so yeah, I find that when I'm sad, what I quite like to do is watch bloopers to shows. Mm-hmm. And I have watched so many that at the moment I am watching bloopers for It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, which I have not even watched. Oh. Like I've watched maybe the first season. Um, so like I know who they are and I know the vibe of the show and I'm just like I don't want to watch you actually do the humour I want to watch you just be friends and cooperatively laugh at each other <laughs> like oh when you break it down the desire to watch a blooper is kind of like you want to be on the inside of the yes joke. I want to I want to see I want to see you laugh uh-huh. the way I have the laughed. way that I have laughed at you and then we're all in it together <laughs> you think it's funny as well. What else did we watch with those people breaking? Um, we watched some SNL clips. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we watched Stefan, which I learned is spelled with an O, not an A. Mm-hmm. Stefan. Watched a couple of those videos, which is like it's weird as a character that it's like it's just Bill Hader breaking. It's just like that whole like hands over the face thing is just him like hiding that he's I, screaming the possibility of laughter. Yeah, just it's all about like. I'm about to say something ridiculous. Can I get through it? And that's what makes it funny. Like, the actual content of what you're saying isn't really that hilarious. I read somewhere, though, that at least for some shows, um, he didn't know what was coming up on the autocue. Oh. Which makes it even better. Because mm-hmm. it's just some writer being like, let's see if we can make Bill Hader mm-hmm. laugh on, on live. On which is so much more fun than... And him sad. just making up some weird things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Also, we didn't watch, but we talked about Debbie Downer. Oh. Which is the the point of Debbie Downer is that she just they're just having a nice time, and she we're just a group talks hang. about feline aids. I'm <laughs> <laughs> like news in from the doctor. I'm infertile. <laughs> which like we couldn't. I couldn't even oh. say that. I couldn't even say that without screaming with laughter. But it, like, uh, yeah, I think the human desire to watch bloopers is strong, especially when you're sad. And you're watching infectious laughter as well. So you're watching mm-hmm. other people laughing at other people laughing. Yeah. And after a while, it's just, it's like when sneezes catch. Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. catches? Yawns catch. Yeah, you catch sneezes, but in a different way. <laughs> <laughs> Go to the doctor. <laughs> L- listen, to, listen to Kate breathe. Hey, she I haven't coughed yet. Not got no cough. It's still there sometimes. No. It tends to be there when I'm in a meeting room with one other person <laughs> and it just makes me look really infectious. But the rest of the time, I'm free. I can breathe again. Um, isn't that a song? Did you just quote, quote a lyric in um, um, Kelly Clarkson. and it sounds like... A, yeah, yeah like, since you've been gone. That's what it is. It oh, is Kelly Clarkson. probably had to pay for that. 
Uh, no, it was short enough. <laughs> I watched enough YouTube videos that you know. It was it was so short that we didn't need to. And the, the and first it probably video wasn't the tune. that we watched was uh, how do you say it? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's post-verbal. It's I told you I was going to talk about drag queens every week. Okay, so this is the first time that Kate gets to unleash her um, my drag queen wild mode. obsession with the ladies of RuPaul's Drag Race. So. Uh, capital UNH, then three small H's. Uh, so yeah, it's who is it? It's Trixie Mattel and Katya, both from season seven of RuPaul's Drag Race. The best season? No, no, not the best. Um, season. But they're some of the best ones, in my opinion, as a <laughs> um, as a white girl who watches Drag Race. Oh come on, that's that's who it's for. <laughs> it is. That's not who. Do you mean RuPaul's Drag Race? Or oh do yeah, you... I mean RuPaul's Drag Race. No. You think that? No, I don't think so. Oh, I think it's marketed directly for the straight white woman. The most recent series that's been on VH1, we've had that conversation uh-huh. about because uh-huh. there was no pit crew. Yeah. There was no... No, wasn't this the episode, the, the season with the tops and bottoms and monk beds? Was that... That wasn't this season. Oh, that was so good. That was season seven, I think. Where they had to decide which of the pit crew was a top and which was a bottom and like gave no context for it so that... I'm pretty sure someone asked me, like, what did they mean? And I was like, I don't want to have to explain. <laughs> did I tell you about when my friend asked me to explain Power Bottom? Oh. <laughs> right. Oh. <laughs> okay. I don't, I don't know how to really discuss this in Costa. Like, I feel like that's sort of like the millennial equivalent of, like, where do babies come from? <laughs> like, having, like, having to explain that or, like, the... In front of my salad meme. <laughs> I did that as well. I did that as well. Let's talk about in front of my salad. Oh, should we? We should have watched that video. Oh, we should have. I don't know if that gift. would be a coping mechanism. <laughs> I think that's, it's a gateway. <laughs> it's a gateway meme. <laughs> to gay culture. And the gays in general. Um, anyway, no. Right. <laughs> so... Leaving, leaving salad. Leaving in front of my salad. Uh, so it's so, so, mmm, is Katya and Trixie Mattel. And I've only ever seen, like, the little uh, clips that they post on Twitter. Uh, because I've seen the full series about three times over. <laughs> and I mentioned that I really, really liked those little clips because I love things that are hyper-edited. <laughs> The editors um, on that show. Because it's all like, cut shot, like, zoom in, text, like, <laughs> it's all green screen, <laughs> and like, superfluous, just like, make them fly around the screen. Yeah. Um, and I love that, I'm here for that. But So we watched the um, 2016 Halloween episode, mm-hmm. in which, uh, what it seems like to me that the format is... Trixie Mattel tries to keep a show on on a schedule and like with purpose and Katya sucks <laughs> off a rubber chicken. <laughs> uh, that's this show. <laughs> <laughs> that it's just sort of uh, really it's that it, that there's a meme that says that podcasts no real life conversations are just podcasts that haven't been recorded and it seems like in their lives those are probably the conversations that they have I think that's probably that true have. yeah um, but also it's like so Kate made me listen to another round after we recorded our podcast last week because goals um, and because 
you should listen to podcasts if you try and make them. Mm-hmm. Um, just, just like subtle self burn there. But no, it says me who hasn't even listened to this one. In... Well, you don't have to listen to yourself. That's narcissistic. And weird. <laughs> says the girl who is responsible for three of the seven listens. Um, but uh, yeah, so I listened to another round so much. Like I listened to like. 14 episodes in 14 something ridiculous wow I'm like I'm high up uh, that I started telling someone a story like oh my friend was saying and then like I had to go wait no it wasn't my friend <laughs> that was Heaven and Tracy <laughs> it was Heaven and Tracy and I was just also there like <laughs> that's what mm, <laughs> it's like you're, you're spying on a friendship and you feel like you're part of it because they're laughing cooperatively and being so sweet and, like, unscripted yeah. and adorable that you're like, I'm part of something. Half of that show is just watching them make each other laugh and it's adorable. It's so sweet. There's, like, no malice. They rip each other to shreds and it just amuses them both to no, like, to no end. Um, so, yeah. What we did this week to cope with our disastrous news was watch things that were people just laughing at each other. I think that's pretty good medicine. I mean, they say that it's the best. (laughs) (laughs) Laughter is the best medicine. Like, if it's doctor approved, like, who am I to argue? Mm -hmm. Uh, So, yeah. Please watch any, any YouTube video on the World of Wonder YouTube channel there's a video for any occasion. You can watch... You can watch makeup tutorials. You can watch people make over James St. James who looks like a human egg. James St. James? Who's James St. James? James St. James is from the 80s slash 90s club kids scene in New York. Oh, okay. He has no hair and no eyebrows and a lisp. Mood. And there's about 174 videos <laughs> of him getting made over, and it's fantastic. I think maybe maybe next week we should talk about um, makeup tutorials that we watch when we're sad. Because I, like, have a set list of makeup tutorials that I'll watch if I'm feeling a bit down. To, like, make me feel like, oh, it's worth making an effort. And, like, it's not a betrayal of feminism. Because sometimes I have to battle with that. Like, maybe next week? Okay, then I will talk about more drag queens, because that's the only makeup tutorials that I watch. Hey! <laughs> uh, so, yeah, as a COVID mechanism, I think that bloopers are for when you are situationally sad. Yeah. I think that they, they can't cope with, like, just you feel down. I think that they can, I think that they can help you if you're like, oh, God, this... This situation is making me sad. Yeah, I've had a day. I've I'll just a, watch. Uh huh. If you just need a perk, mm-hmm. then a blooper video can like can make a difference. Yeah, it can't fix your problems, no. but it can take you out of your situation and just laugh. Uh huh. And if you're like, I think especially if the situation is like that you're a little bit lonely. Not all the way lonely because then you actually need a person. Yeah, then that'll make you feel worse because you'll be like, these people have people who they, they can have laugh with. I'm alone. So if you're craving just like, the, it's the, it's the, um, it's like the step to connection. So like, I think that sometimes I feel, I isolate myself when I'm, myself when I'm sad. And if I watch videos like this, then I'm like, oh, friendship is good. 
and you need to surround yourself with people who will make you laugh. Mm-hmm. And that, like, gives me that little reminder that, yeah, I do feel happier when I'm with people. So then it, like, is, like, a little bridge to, to becoming unisolated again and, like, becoming sociable. That's, that's, that's disturbingly true. That <laughs> <laughs> uh, just if you, like, want to pop your, pop your head above the parapet in a, like, non-committal way... And you can laugh with someone, and that's a good thing. And then you can like make the step above the parapet and like actually go and laugh with a real human being. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so next up is not great advice, and we're gonna go to Katie. Okay, this is my forte for this week. So today, as we're recording, is GCSE Results Day here in England. I wanted to. Rather than searching for a specific question that we can answer, I want to share some hope and wisdom. I think this is also something that can be useful for anyone who has found themselves in a situation where yeah, they're because, like, oh, well, now I'm not going to be able to do the thing that uh, I wanted to do. Because this happens throughout life. I mean, exams are specific to, to education, but getting bad news exactly. is just grown-up life. School is hard. I wouldn't know. I was homeschooled. <laughs> um, I hear it was awful. I've, I've seen some films and it looks difficult. In mean Girls, it looks hard. Yeah, right? exactly. Those girls are mean. No, school is like, because I can attest. I was, um, so you were homeschooled, but I was swatty, gifted and talented. Uh, I like really rose above school. I was like, these are not my people. I will find my people eventually and these are not them. So, my GCSE experience was very different in that I did one GCSE one year, two the next year, and two the year after that. So, I never had the whole, I've worked so hard at everything I've ever known, and this is the culmination of my education. But isn't it awful that that's what kids are facing? Because that option of, like, do some now, do some the next year, do some a few years after that makes so much more sense that that's how you learn you're not even really allowed to do it in the way that people maybe did when you were at school where you'd sit an exam if you if you were in a top set you would sit your maths exam in year 10 and then you could reset it so how did you feel can you remember can you remember back in those days i really really cared about my gcse's like did not see um past them just saw that they were the test that was going to define the next couple of years like I didn't have any pressure from my home life my mum was very accepting of like me as a human being so there wasn't any like oh if you do badly it was all internal and it was all from school I came from a school where it was kind of like if you get into sixth form that's the aim my school at that point was not preparing for people for like Oxbridge Mm-hmm. They were preparing you to do your A-levels. And if you could do that, they'd succeeded. Um, anyway, my GCSEs were fine. Um, I did got the results have, that I needed. Did you have a career goal in my age? Okay, okay, so... Oh, um, let's, let's hear. The, the weird thing about me as a teenager is that I wanted to be a journalist. Okay. I think that, that was fully founded on having been exposed to sex in the city at a young age. Right. So I thought that journalist meant empowered woman. You can just sit and type things once a week and And just say, I couldn't help but wonder. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) 
Because I couldn't help but wonder. <laughs> I should be a journalist. Um, and like, yeah, despite that, the fact that I wanted to be a journalist, I never read a newspaper. No, <laughs> like, never. No. Like I read magazines, but like you could be a magazine sugar, journalist. Mostly sugar. They're journalists. They're journalists. They have to give bad advice to teenage girls that will haunt them for the rest of their lives. And speaking of which, I'll give some advice to our teenage girls. Hey, you a journalist, girl? Be a journalist. It's good to hear you say that you didn't have pressure from home mm. on your results. It's, it's rare, though. It's sad that a lot of young people do. Mm. There's a lot of people where... They're trying to work towards something which is an expectation that either their family set for them or they're trying to keep up with their friends. It's so crazy to me that your life can be dictated from something that you've done when your brain is not mature. Yeah. Because like, the further you get away from 16, 17, 18, the more you realise, like, oh, wow, I, I was a tiny child and I had some weird ideas about yeah, things. Yeah, like, even things like... So I was like a little depressive ball of energy when I was 17 and I didn't understand that things weren't permanent. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Like, that yes. is a huge thing for teenagers. And I think as well something which is important for people to think about is that you can have a life situation which will set you back from your academic goals and that is understandable and does not reflect on your ability to do those things so give yourself a break oh yeah i'm, I'm gonna do that thing they do when someone's doing good good um slam poetry because <laughs> it's just so true because when when someone does well in gcses you know like oh your home life must be really steady it's worthy of such praise when people do really well against the odds. And I mean, absolutely no disrespect to this poor girl Mm -hmm. who's been through an absolutely terrible time, but I've seen reported today that there was a sister of someone who was killed in the Manchester bombing Mm. who got something like 11 A stars, which is incredibly impressive. But... Is not a standard that anyone should have to hold themselves no, to. No, and that she felt that like was this because there was after the Grenfell fire, yes. there was loads of reports of like specifically girls. I remember like going to exams in their pajamas. Mm-hmm. Like that's outrageous. That I we live in a world where a girl would think this awful thing has happened to me. I still need to perform well in this exam. I think I can understand just as not knowing what the hell else to do. Mm. Um, especially that momentum. poor girl from yeah. from Grenfell Tower who literally took her revision out of her burning home and then that was all she had. So if she didn't go to the, that exam, Ugh. then what else do you have? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But these people are exceptional. They're the exception, not the rule. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think people should have to aim to be an exceptional, inspirational story when they're dealing with a difficult time in their lives. I think that the idea that if you fail at the age of 18, then it's over. Yeah. Is, is prevalent. Yeah. And it's just not true. It's not true. I think you need to... Get some help if you can't do it yourself to see the alternative. 
But if you haven't got the results that you wanted, or if they're pointing you in another direction, just run with it, man. Yeah, just be open to other options, or if you're set on the option that you've chosen, be open to workarounds to get to where you want to be. Right before I graduated, I was volunteering at an academic conference at my university which makes it sound a lot fancier you can't see the face that i did but it was impressed (laughs) it was not impressive i spent most of that time um sitting in what was a seminar room which had been repurposed as a cloak room for (laughs) delegates to leave their coats in um (laughs) i um being referred to as AV by an incredibly fancy lecturer from New York. Had they got your initials wrong or did they think they that you could I, work? They Science. thought I was from the audiovisual <laughs> department. Um, Kate's not from the audio. <laughs> from the audiovisual department. She has both sight and hearing, but that's I have it. a film degree and I was carrying a microphone, but that does not mean that I'm from the audiovisual department. And this lady was like, "Av, come here, Av, <laughs> that's not who I am. That's not my personality, lady." They were a treat. Anyway. That's me not getting back into academia and my chosen subject. Um, But no, I was speaking to a girl who was finishing up her PhD because I was the only undergraduate volunteering at the academic conference because at that stage I was was aiming to go straight into an MA with the goal of doing a PhD and being one of those academic bookworm ladies. The appeal of it is it's a pathway. I just didn't want to do anything yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to I was good at writing essays like the the person that I know who went from BA to PhD because apparently that's a thing that you can do if you're incredible oh yes um did so as like a I don't know what the next step is mm-hmm. and that's not good for you as a person or like the world no I mean that was my career goal when I was at university until the point when I was in my final year and the government put up the tuition fees from £3,000 a year to £9,000 a year and um, my university ended up having to relocate a lot of PhD students mid-PhD because they didn't have any more funding because evidently people don't want to pay £9,000 to study media studies. I was talking to this girl about how I was thinking that I maybe wasn't going to do a master's straight after university. And she was saying, if you go to work for a few years, you'll get sick of it, and then you'll be even more keen to go Mm -hmm. back. And now I've been in work for a few years, I'm like, girl. (laughs) (laughs) That statement. You, it gives me light at the end of the tunnel that one day... I can go and do a PhD. One day we will. One day. One day. If anyone wants to hear my PhD on RuPaul's Drag Race. (gasps) Yes. Whoa. And that was The Exorcist came out there. The Exorcist wants to hear it. The Exorcist and the Babadook came out to celebrate my PhD. (laughs) Your mother writes Species of Hell. (laughs) That was good. 
That was... I've got like water lung there. It's good. <laughs> Do you want right. me to like kind lick you and then we can continue it's fine. this it's, podcast? It's all for a radio voice. Right, so I feel like <laughs> we've, that was not great advice. No, we've given I have given good We're wide given... ranging and emphatic advice. It's just taken a very long time. I think that my like take home advice for people who have not achieved their JCSE results would be Step one, wallow. Be sad about it. It's completely fine. You've not achieved the thing that you wanted to achieve. You've worked really hard. It's frustrating. Take a moment, okay? It's completely fine. Step two, it really is completely fine. The world hasn't ended. None of your actions has ended in someone dying, which is my level of, is this a bad thing? (laughs) No one just died. maims people. Like, and she's like, that's fine. No one died. You're fine. Step three, pick yourself up. Dust yourself off. You're incredible. Just because a letter beside that, that thing that you're passionate about. Or a about, number. Or a number. Doesn't reflect that. Doesn't negate anything. Figure out a different path and commit to that. And if at some point you think, actually, you know what? I want to do a different thing. That is, again, completely fine. Look for an apprenticeship. There's some very good opportunities and they'll let you do English and maths while you're studying towards whatever you want to do. And if you're... They'll pay you loads as well sometimes. Sometimes not, but sometimes Mm -hmm. if you want to be an engineer. And the same advice applies to grown-ups. Yes, do an apprenticeship. (laughs) They'll pay you loads sometimes. Uh If you've received... Like, if you've worked really hard for something and it hasn't panned out how you want, wallow take stock and get the fuck back up again like that's all we have we have the ability to feel our feelings we have the ability to move forward and that's it like why are you laughing at me because this is the most motivational speech and this is the speech that i give in the mirror like every morning pick yourself up pick yourself up you can do anything you're amazing do the thing that you do even if the thing that you do so when I graduated, I was in a really bad place and I served coffee for a year. I was the best barista. I was barista of the year. You were barista okay. of the year? I was barista of the year in my coffee shop. Not regionally. <laughs> <laughs> but That's still was. good though. That's a better barista than some of us. I like committed at being the best that I was at coffee shopping. And then I decided that actually I wanted to do more. And I volunteered and I did a bunch of stuff. That got me to the point where I wanted to do an MA. And then what, at the next step that you hear from me, I'm going to be running the mother ring some sort of festival or museum or gallery. Like, I'm going to be incredible and you just got to watch the space because I'm going to do all the things. So, what we're going to... Simultaneously, like, if you don't want to do more, then have focus in other areas. Sometimes a career is not everything. Exactly. Maybe you can continue to be a barista and volunteer and be fulfilled or maybe you can continue to be a barista and have kids oh, or have a puppy you know what the shame not the shameful thing the thing that i have to resolve regularly is that my ambitions within my career come from the space where i want to be a really good parent and that's why i am invested in my career because i want to be a parent who is good and fulfilled <laughs> take home advice for the gcse kids kate what was yours mate? It's fine. A lot of the time, 
people won't care what you've got in GCSE geography in a couple of years time so don't beat yourself up you've tried your best mm-hmm. I'm sure you have overcome what is an incredibly difficult period in your life that Being we all a teenager is about, yeah. awful if you don't know what you're doing get some advice there are a lot of people who's job and enjoyment it is to give you advice about honestly, what to do next honestly three g's and a c we love you we love you and we're here for you um that was not great advice <laughs> it was brilliant advice it was maybe a little boring well, but the it was segment, good the segment is called not great advice so that's what that was oh <laughs> um, next we have depressipes okay real quick we like legit i don't have an answer for this because it's my personal predicament so I walked, I wanted to get um, some fresh fruit and vegetables from the healthiest place that I could think of. That's a good step. So I went under a metro bridge. <laughs> <laughs> I'm terrified of those people. They yeah, screamed at me yeah, once. They're like, they're, so like, for those of you who don't know South Shields, <laughs> there's a, under the metro bridge, there is like a, um, a marketplace uh, the fruit and veg store where people shout things like 24 strawberries for a pound um, that was good yeah just constantly just screaming at passers by about something for a pound and you're not sure what uh, and I went at like half past three on a Wednesday and I thought this would be a fine time no they were packing away um, so I was like invested in buying fruit from them but they were like tidying things away and I was like I'll just have these uh the this uh this this thing of plums That's so I funny. have maybe 20 plums that at my disposal that I have been sort of mildly guilted into buying by people looking at me while I look at vegetables uh I have no idea what to do with them Side note, I haven't had an oven since I had a husband. Um, <laughs> 60 years ago, people. I don't have an oven. So I can't bake them. I can't, like, turn them into a crumble. All I have is a hob, a microwave, jam, and a sense of self. So you think jam. How does one make a jam? I'm going to Google it, people. Is plum jam I tasty? Can't... Google plum jam Google. What I learned from eating some plums in the light of the refrigerator at about 2am last night is those little uh, nuggets of fruit, them be bitter. Them be like angry at you eating them. Plums, sugar, butter and water. And I got some jam. And you just mush it up in a pan. You know what, right... Kate's Googling something, but she's doing a lot of scrolling. There's lots of instructions that she's just not sharing with you. No. (laughs) It has all the different ingredients. Uh Uh-huh. Simmer it until the plums have softened. Keep on low heat and add sugar. Stir in the butter. Butter? Just keep stirring it on a simmer until the jam reaches a setting point. 1.5 kilograms of granulated sugar. Just to be clear, listeners, Kate's advice for someone who says, I'm really sad and energy is hard. (laughs) Make some jam! (laughs) Have you not watched that episode of Friends 
where Monica's broken up with Richard and she's got a jam plan. Oh, oh my that goodness. That could be you. That could be me. Plum jam. Plum jam. And then she's over gonna... it. Plan. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I want it. We'll see how I do next week. I don't have any depressive peas. So... Okay. This isn't at all a, re- a recipe, but my favourite pasta in the world was on sale in the shop next to my work, which is pumpkin and sage stuffed pasta. That sounds and delightful. I bought about a million packs of it, so that's what mm. I've been living on. It's not a recipe, but and it's not made me depressed because it's my favourite food. But ravioli is like the, I mean for me, without the oven or husband, uh, ravioli is like, hey, a meal in like a delicious pillow for, <laughs> for my face just... well I've never had a husband but I have had multiple packs of this pasta and I have to say oh well who's to know which one's better <laughs> <laughs> I've never had a husband but I can't imagine it being as enjoyable as when I was eating that pasta and watching RuPaul's I've had, Grace. I've had a subpar husband and I can <laughs> tell you that like ravioli <laughs> It just comes out on top. It just comes out on top. Okay, so that was the recipes. Good. Moving on, we have our final segment of the night, and we have "Am I a horrible person?" And I have saved up several stories for this. I want to take the lead on this because I think that I am a terrible person. Well, I mean, you have to give me a wine. Okay. I don't know if the listeners can tell that we've been drinking. Oh, surely not. (laughs) Surely we are professionalists and. (laughs) <laughs> professionalism <laughs> uh, body okay so yes. yeah are you a bad person what what's your are you a bad person okay so as i previously mentioned earlier in the podcast i went to york last weekend and while i love york very beautiful and the streets are very oldie worldy lined with vikings lined with vikings but also lined with one of my least favorite things in this world performance artists oh um, so I have a massive aversion to what I believe they call the uncanny valley. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Where it's like something that either isn't human, but it seems like it's human, or something that is human, but it seems like it's not human. No, folk that say that they like that are wrong. Well, then why do people do it? I swear to God, right. (laughs) Am I can't see Kate, but I can see the whites of her eyes. <laughs> Am I a terrible person? If I had a child who I had raised as my own... Grow for nine months. Grow for my, nine months inside my own body. Spent a lot of my money on and my time and my energy and mm. my patience. Mm. Tolerated them for years. Tolerated? <laughs> and then... They came home to me one day, sat me down, oh, and they said, Mother, Mom. I have something to tell you. It's going to be a shock. It's going to be a shock, but I think we can get through this together. And you've always believed in us. You've always believed in me and known that I'm the person that I can be. I just feel that I need to tell you. I need to tell you. I'm a fucking human statue. <laughs> get out of my house. <laughs> You are no longer my child. <laughs> no! Oh, you took me out <laughs> I was well invested in this kid. Well invested. Well, then you can have him. Oh, I don't know if I want them. 
A human human statues make me feel sick. I once have zigzagged down the main shopping street of Newcastle because there was human statues on each side and I can't look at them. It worries us. It makes us feel sick. It makes us feel very angry. <laughs> Am I a terrible person? Um... I don't know, for potentially throwing away your unborn child. <laughs> uh, I think we'd have some call-ins about that. Did you say 400.com? I did, I did. I don't understand how lines work. My crux of hating... People who dress up as statues. Uh-huh. Is completely correct. Because I know several people who've done, like, performance art or, like, drama degrees and have gone, oh, you know what, I'll just wait, work in a bar... And, like, do some unpaid stuff until money starts rolling in. Like, I know people who have who've gone and who have, like, formed bands or, like, made some other way of performing their life because their acting career wasn't maybe going the way they wanted to instead of pretending they were a robot. So I feel like these people have no artistic integrity. They're just, um, shysters. This one, a it's quick and easy quid. They're so scary as well. They're so scary. And if you're, if you're afraid, they pick on you. They see it in your eyes. I'm fear-seeking missile. And shame. You feel I'm sh- not. I feel shame for them. I feel like, oh, you don't know that what you're doing is bad, so I feel it extra. So even if I am a terrible person, I stand by that. Okay. You've got principles. I've got principles and I stick to them. What about you? So, within the last seven days, I was on the bus, and the bus did that thing that it occasionally does, where it goes, oh, I'm ahead of timetable. Can't have that. Let's sit here for upwards of five minutes. So I'm looking out the window while the bus is sitting there, and I'm thinking, like, oh, I'm going to be late, and it's going to be a whole thing. And I see a little policewoman knocking at a door. I see a little policewoman. She's just a policewoman. God, sexism in action right there. Mm-hmm. I see a policewoman That's knocking the at the door. And uh, she's knocking at the door and she's shouting through the post box and she's like radioing. So it seems like it's quite important. And she's shouting into a door that I can only assume is the upstairs flat to a chibi. Right. And uh, she's shouting and she's shouting through the letter box and she's hammering on the door. And I'm sitting there waiting going, ain't no one home. But then I see. And I see the upstairs window. There is a twitch of the curtain. The twitch of the curtain becomes someone opening the window. Someone opening the window becomes someone creeping out. And the person creeping out is like a a golem meth addict. Right. uh, Wearing predominantly like a fleecy Primark blanket. Right. And he's like, because it's above a chippy, there's like a, a, a shop sign and a shop front. So he like climbs out of the window wearing his red fleecy blanket. <laughs> and in my memory, it's like really baggy jogging bottoms. Probably. So he's like wearing it like a cape. So he's like climbing out of the window and I'm like, uh, what do I do? What do I do? And he's creeping towards the front of the chippy sign and he's peering over the top of the chippy sign oh, God. to the police officer below who is not, not knocking at the door. Shout into the letterbox. And I'm looking around like, what? 
this is happening, and everyone else is like, oh, Twitter's really interesting. And then, and then, you'll not believe this, guys. What happened? The bus drives away. No! So I got to work, no. and I was like, guys, I know I'm late, because the bus stopped, but this thing happened, and I was like, what? This is a crazy thing, I'm never going to know what happened. And my colleague's reaction was, did you call the police? The police were already there. And I was like, um, no. And she was like, but, like, he could have jumped on her. And I was like, oh. Or he could have got away. And I was like, oh. And he was like, and she was like, or he could have, like, like done anything. And I was like, oh, I didn't think of any of those things. Because snitches get stitches. <laughs> I just, like, it hadn't occurred to me to call the police and be like, oh, the guy that she's, like, trying to catch is, like, watching her from an above window. Maybe go catch him or stop him from, her from getting hurt. Just hadn't occurred to me at all. I was just like, oh, I'm never going to have resolution on this story. And that's the thing that's bad about today. And, like, that was, honestly, that was all my focus was on. And then my colleague was like, well, what did you do about it? <laughs> I just I saved up all the details to tell you. Well, I'm here now. Yeah, uh, go on. I was stayed on the bus, <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm here, and time has passed. <laughs> what would you like? What would you have done? You can't. Like, I wouldn't have even thought of calling the police because my thought would have been, she is the police. She's trying to deal with this situation. If you phone nine nine nine, and say. I'm on a bus and I can see a police woman and there's also a man there. <laughs> <laughs> the dispatcher's going to go, right? I'm glad that we're on the same page because I just thought that there was nothing for me to do and that I was powerless. And uh, I'm pretty sure that all actions that I could have taken would have resolved in the same We didn't hear in the situation. news about... Exactly. Any... I'm pretty sure that he just crept inside and was really, really quiet. And that they didn't catch their guy that day because I'm pretty sure that I saw him on King Street today. <laughs> oh well. So my other It sounds like a Breaking Bad type scenario. I don't know if you watch Breaking Bad, but they sound very much like Breaking Bad. That did and Jesse Pinkman it. was a lovely boy who had just gotten into a difficult situation. So maybe it's the same with maybe, this maybe blanket cake. We don't know. We don't know the details. My maybe other he didn't get his issue where I think I'm a bad person this right. week is that I've been working with a volunteer. And the first day that I worked with her, I, uh, so let's say that her name's Leslie. Leslie. Hello. In the first day that I worked with her, I introduced her to the staff member that she'd been working with as Leanne. And then she had to say, <laughs> actually, it's Leslie. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, yes, of course. And then I introduced her to a further person and called her by the name of the person that she was working with. <laughs> so to overcome this, I took some advice from another colleague. Uh, and I was like, how do I resolve the situation to make me not seem like an absolute hideous person? And she was like, just apologise. Just be like, I'm really sorry. I mistook your name. It won't happen again. I appreciate you and value you as a person. And I was like, okay. Okay, cool, cool, cool. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt. But how about <laughs> instead of doing that, I try and turn it into a personal joke? Oh. So what I've been doing for the last three weeks is calling her by different L-based names. So she's had, like, Lisa and Lillian and uh, other names um, based around her name. 
and she's laughed along with me and then yesterday or the day before that's not the issue of the story but like I was I was I was doing this bit with her where I called her by the wrong name and I felt her laugh change from <laughs> to <laughs> oh no and I was like okay so it's time to pull back and call her by her actual name and then a little voice inside me said or <laughs> oh no we could just keep going and we could make this into like a meta joke where only you think it's funny. <laughs> oh, so that's what I did. I called her like Leviathan <laughs> or something that isn't even really a name. And just like was like, I know what your name is. I'm not going to say it. I'm just going to go with my joke is more important than your identity. <laughs> And at that point, I thought, well, at least it'll be really good material for the podcast. Oh. <laughs> so I think, I don't even need a judgment on this. I think that I was a, I think that I was, I was a word that would push us into the next level of ratings for how explicit this podcast is. Poor Leslie. Poor Leslie. Leslie, I will say your name. Yeah. Leslie. Leslie. It's not really a name. Leslie. Her That's her name else. now. I'm shaming her even in podcast form. <laughs> yeah, but we'll never say your real name, Leslie. No. So, I mean, this week has been like an okay week for us. <laughs> it's uh, been a good week for you. Overall, as a mixture for us both. She's had a very good week. On paper, you've had a great week. And on paper, I've had a terrible week. But we've kind of middled out to yeah, where we're we on have. the same level. I'll cheers to that. So, <laughs> have an eight great week, guys. <laughs> and we'll see you on the other side. Woo! We out. Bye. Bye. level of professionalism it's just that the story is stupid oh you know what that went what? down that went down so the wrong way Don't that it hit my ear what? <laughs> she's got wine in her ear ladies and gentlemen and I got wine in my ear what happened in the story Katie <laughs> <laughs> oh Kate it doesn't have a cough anymore but I can't hear anything <laughs> she's got wine in her ear oh. Do you want an olive? I don't ever touch those olives. <laughs> <laughs> I like poured the juice into a gin martini so they're just olives. There's no some, juice. There's some juice. There's no juice. Look at it. They're wrinkly and weird. Anyway, right. Can I smell them? Do it. But I, I think that. this story's gone dry. No. Like these olives. But we'll do it. Oh! Like they're not fermented anymore. <laughs> they're fermented with pus. Oh, it really went down. Do you know weird. what fust is? Is fust a thing? Fust. Fusty. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not like a real thing. It's just like a... Fust. Yeah, fusty. Like mold. Yeah, yeah. No, but fust isn't like mold. Yeah, but it's not like a scientific thing. It's not a scientific it's thing. Like a thing you know. So, the story. No, I'm done with it now. No, uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I can't remember anything about it, but go back to it. <laughs>
Just finish shall it off I real just, quick. Shall I just start again? Yeah, start again. Right, take two. Boom. <laughs> okay, so I can't remember what I was saying. <laughs> so the academic conference. We've talked about the. I think we should just redo this as an education advice podcast. We're not going to do that. Say Next right week, quantity surveying. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh. Until it's set. <laughs> oh. oh, right. Okay. Until it's okay. looking like so jam. You until it's set. Like okay, I know that hair sets. Fun. I know that hair sets. I don't know about. You don't know what jam looks like. So like. But not in a pan. Like, is it hard? <laughs> is it soft? Is it, it like looks like jam? Okay, you know, I'll try and make some plum jam. But plum jam sounds like it would be bitter. Well, I, no, because you put a shit ton of sugar in it. Is this mm. the first swear on our podcast? It won't be the not last. even not even by any. Because <laughs> depressipes is the worst segment of her show. <laughs> It's such a good name, though. I refuse to give up on it. I would be a lot more useful if I didn't just eat random crap <laughs> that I would like. <laughs> would you like some more tonic? Yeah. Kate bought this wine called... I'm going to edit this out to explain. Uh, uh, called Shy Pig. That we need to... Other wines are available, BBC listeners. We need to make a taste like other wine so that we can drink it. <laughs> it we, I bought this wine that was... Two bottles of wine. Very cheap on the internet. No, not on the internet, in the shop. <laughs> <laughs> the life internet you where have, I was. You having problems, depression, <laughs> the reality. Oh, no. Anyway, Normally right. I buy these that are very cheap on the internet. Okay, okay so, so yeah. Are you a bad person? What? What's your are you a bad person? Okay, so...